They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Okay, I am so excited, you guys. I have a special guest today, and he has an amazing story. His story is, it will touch your life. Like, it seriously, just hearing his story brought tears to my eyes. It was, it was just phenomenal. And his story was so amazing that it actually was aired on Oprah at one point and was told to the whole world. That's how unbelievable his story is. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Dr. Fit to you guys. And he is so awesome. Dr. Fit, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. I'm very happy to be here and grateful. Awesome. Well, why don't we just dive in? I want to know what your story is about. Tell me what happened. Okay. So I was a freshman at the University of Utah and just 18 years old. And I uh, was just full of life and consumed with sports and pursuing my love for football. So I just did lots of right, right, right. I mean, that's what it's all about. So Mm -hmm. at the end of my freshman year, I met a young lady and she had the same passion. She had the same passion. She wanted to play basketball and volleyball at Weber State. So all summer long, we trained, worked out together. And um, it all came to a head the last day of the summer. Well, day before our sophomore year, September 22nd, we went for a jog and we were hit by a drunk driver. And... What happened at that point? So the accident actually uh, took her life, which was devastating. And I didn't find out about that until days after when I was considered, you know, more stable in the hospital. But my legs were shattered. Fortunately, I I did survive. And ever since then, I've spent every day being thankful that I am alive and coming back and living my life to the fullest. So I just put all my energy into recovery since I was, you know, given that opportunity. Right. I love that. Now, how many, you, you said you had quite a few surgeries too, during this time. So how many surgeries total did you have? Yeah. So I had 25 surgeries over the course of 11 years to save my right leg from amputation and fix both legs, basically, um, that were shattered middle of the knee. And I believe you even told me that you had there was a doctor that did a procedure on you that was the first time he'd ever done it, I guess. I actually had lots of experimental surgery. I lost, you know, blood vessels, muscles, lots of bone grafts, skin grafts, bone stretching. The problem was I had, there was, I had difficulty getting circulation to my right shin, the tibia. Uh And Uh so um, Dr. Pete from New Zealand actually thought of this to save my leg from amputation. 
Now, remember, my mother that raised me, my adopted mother, had no legs from diabetes below the knee. So my one of my biggest fears was losing my leg. And of mm. course, you know, I wanted to do everything I could to save that. So I was very happy and thankful that Dr. Pete came up with this idea to connect my legs and use my left leg circulation to heal my right tibia. And it actually worked. And that was thankfully the one that um, got me Made back on difference. my feet and off the crutches. Yeah. Awesome. Now, how long were your legs fused together? Because you were obviously you couldn't walk if your legs were fused together. So how oh, long? Was yeah. So I was in bed for three months, you know, in one, one, yeah, just one bed in my room at a hospital bed um, for three months completely confined and did a lot of soul searching thinking visualization was huge in mm-hmm. in changing the outcome you know manifesting seeing myself right. running on the beach you know all that just it really turned things around in my mind first and then mm-hmm. my physical but then my physical body so how'd you do that when you had such a terrible tragedy thing first of all you lost your girlfriend and you didn't even find out till later and now you're you've got legs that you can't even move for three months and you're stuck in a hospital bed. I mean, you know, somebody else in that situation might be feeling, woe is me, you know, poor me. So how did you turn your mindset from being so in such a bad place and where you could have spiraled down to that negative thought process to actually thriving and overcoming that? Yes. You know, in second grade, my teacher asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I said, a football player. She kind of chuckled and said, you know, that's the uh, percentage of that. Like you hear all these stories, but I was convinced in my heart that I was going to do that. So when I woke up in the hospital and they said, you know, there's a chance you may not walk again. We don't know what's going to happen with these legs. So basically first thing that happened was my competitive drive kicked in. Like no way, you know, there's no way that this is happening, you know? And then the fear, you know, like, Tony Robbins talks about the fear of, of losing your leg and not being able to walk again mm-hmm. motivates you. But I was honestly, I was born with an, a very optimistic spirit and just driven. So I just changed my goals. I simply changed my goals to I'm going to walk again. First of all, I'm going to save my leg. I'm going to walk again. I'm going to commit to that. And luckily, the surgeons always had an op- you know something for me to try. There was a lot of failure. There was a lot of setback and heartbreak and over and over again. And that's why I believe my story is a good example of persistence because I was extremely persistent and stuck with it. And luckily, you know, it all worked out in the end. Awesome. So would you say you had a stubborn personality where you were like, no, I am not going to let this happen. And I am overcoming this. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't know that it was stubborn. Um, stubborn has a little bit of a negative, negative energy for me. Uh, that's, for true, me it, that's true. That's true. For me, I, for I me think... it was just relentless love of playing and not Ooh. wanting, not Ooh, wanting to that. come home. You know, when mom says it's time to come in you know, and you don't want to go in and uh-huh. you love playing that uh-huh. same feeling of, you know what, I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm going to uh-huh. get back out there. And you know, the end of the story is my Ninja Warrior tryouts for American Ninja Warrior. So I really believe that I proved I was 100% recovered and in my abilities. Oh, unbelievable. You guys, I I have actually known Dr. Fit for a little while and, and we had some experience where we actually worked together on a project. And, and so that was really cool as well. But it, his 
abilities are absolutely phenomenal for what he's been through, for having his leg crushed and being able to overcome that, be a ninja warrior. You weren't actually picked, but you were actually a candidate, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. No, no. The training that I went through to for that show and, and what it what it really came down to once again was if you see yourself in your mind as a ninja warrior, uh-huh. you can actually perform those obstacles. And that's my mindset going into Ooh. the training. So I used my my knowledge of biomechanics of you know weight training and, and functional training. And then I mm-hmm. applied that to the American Ninja Warrior obstacles and it worked out well. If you watch my videos on YouTube, you know, Ninja Hopeful, you can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. And so mainly the biggest thing was your mindset. You just believed yes, that you believe. were able to actually get through that. Your belief was yes. so strong. Yes. So it Never, sounds like you even had, doubt. yeah, you didn't doubt. And you even had a visual, like you had a ninja warrior inside your, your mind. Like you visually could see yourself there, right? Yes. What happened was just before they wanted to sew my legs together, I took a trip with a friend, which I often did to just kind of take a breather and re reload, you know, and refresh. I went to San Diego. I jumped out of the car. I was on crutches. I had a bone structure on my right leg. I went straight to the sand and I sat there and I took all my shoes and socks and I put my feet in the sand and I took it all in like you're supposed to do when you're truly manifesting. I could mm-hmm. watch the seagull hover in the air. I can hear him make his noises. I can feel the ocean breeze on my face. I can smell the ocean. All your senses are involved in that moment. And then I started to see myself running on the beach mm. with, without any crutches or any pins or any screws or any problems. And yes, I went back and I actually ran on that beach later. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to, we're going to end with that because that right there just sums up the whole part of this this whole story that we're talking about and how your belief is so powerful. If you believe enough and you can visualize yourself like you did running on that beach, you can make that difference in your life, even though you have all these challenging circumstances. Absolutely. I also want to mention though, you have a book that you're writing of your story. Is that correct? That's true. Yes. Awesome. So, and possibly a movie that might come out to share your story. It's that phenomenal. Right. Hopefully, man, I'm excited. Oh my goodness. I am excited actually. I cannot wait to hear it. So how can somebody find out about you? Now I know you're in Ogden, Utah. So they were interested in, in, because you actually have a facility where people can come and work out. Is that right? Yes, I pass on that belief system and I do it through physical training and coaching and nutrition. Awesome. Um, no matter, you know, what type of uh, medical condition someone's seeing or just weight loss or athletes, you know. Um, but yeah, sydneysfitness.com is a good way okay. to check me out. Dr. Fit Sid on Instagram or simply you can just YouTube, you know, like my story, Ninja okay. Hopeful. So uh-huh, just yeah. your typical okay. social media avenues and you'll be able to find me and uh, Anyone's locally. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining us today and being able to share just a part of your story. Now, we're going to have another audio meeting together where we're going to share the 
the whole enchilada. Like we're going to share everything about what happened, what you went through and all the different things that you were challenged with during that time. And then how you got to where you are today. And we're really going to share more of that story. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow.